Hey, welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on KNEM and KNMO. Again, just a reminder, coming up, we'll be joining Missouri Tiger basketball, hopefully right before tip-off as they get take on Kentucky tonight. That'll be on AM 1240 KNEM. They tip that off at 6. Our segment's a little bit shorter than not normal today, so we try to make sure we get there in time for that tip-off against uh, the Wildcats. Missouri with a legitimate shot at winning against Kentucky, so might as well get you there for the complete ball game. But right now, we're going to talk boys basketball with Nevada head coach Sean Gray and good successful week for Nevada with a couple of wins along the way against uh, – uh, a good quality opponent on Friday night at home and then going on the road last night to, to get a road victory in convincing fashion. So uh, two outings, two wins, and uh, that's what we're looking for now, 13-5. and five. Yeah, that's exactly right, Mike. And uh, uh, that, that Carthage game on, uh, on Friday, that's a, that's a team that always gives us their best shot, it seems like. We've had some dogfights with. And then um, anytime you go on the road in conference, uh, you, you want to come out and play strong because you never know what can happen, and uh, we did that. So about the Carthage game first on Friday night, uh, as you win that one, seventy to sixty, uh, a little more high scoring than normal against Carthage. Uh, both teams with good perimeter shooting, and uh, kind of went uh, mano a mano there for a little while. They 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 guarded us man to man, and I think anytime you guard us man to man, that's going to lend lend itself to to guys like Logan Applegate, Logan McNeely, Lane McNeely uh, having the upper hand in their matchup against the guy across from them, and. Uh, our guys ran good offense, and uh, our shooters shot the ball well, and uh, it sure was nice to see that right out of the gate. Well, if you enjoy three-point shooting, that was the night. Uh, I think the two teams combined for 20 uh, three-pointers, 10 on each side. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, we like it when our guys are making them. But, uh, man, the, the Joel Pugh hit some tough ones. Justin Ray hits, hit some tough ones as well. So, uh yeah, it would, for those that like high-scoring basketball, it was a game for you. Sort of took command of the game, at least, and certainly not without not had, didn't have it put away. But you sort of took command in the second quarter. Did you did you feel like you were finally starting to wear him down a little bit? Joel Pugh not as active in the second half as he was the first half. Yeah, uh, one thing that we did in the second quarter is uh, we were able to limit some of those easy twos that they got. So guys hit tough threes. You tip your cap and you move on, but. You have to eliminate some of those easy two-point baskets. Uh, we gave up too many of those in the first quarter and, and really kind of uh, tightened up the defensive end in the second quarter. Logan Applegate, 26 points. Logan Manili had 12 in the ball game. Uh, Logan Applegate uh, with uh, one, two, three, six trays in the ball game, six of your 10. We talked a couple of weeks ago about how he was trying to shoot his way out of a shooting slump. Uh, that uh, game certainly coupled with last night of Monette, he seems to be there. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of in a groove right mm-hmm. now. He battled a little bit of fatigue, I think. Uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, he was just worn down. I think the grind of the season, combined with the fact that he comes up to the gym late at night a lot, goes to Springfield and works out on the weekend. So uh, he just kind of had to recharge the batteries, and to recharge them he did. He he sure has been shooting it well. So moving forward to the game last night, went on the road to, to Monette to take on the Cubs uh, yesterday evening. The team is struggling this season as uh, they try to rebuild that program, but you come away with a 52-36 win. Uh, it looked like for a while you are pretty much get a turbo clock in the fourth quarter. didn't pan out that way, but that win certainly was uh, was gained in the first half with a 32-11 lead at break. We were really pleased with our defensive approach um, in the first half, Mike, and uh, Monette played us a little bit of a junk defense. Uh, they, they played us man-to-man at three positions and then uh, used two defenders just to, to pack the paint. And, and uh, basically they were going to live with, with our fourth and fifth score shooting the ball from the perimeter, basically. And uh, our guys ran good offense against it. We've practiced uh, junk defense offense mm-hmm. quite a bit just because we know that's something that teams maybe will throw at us. Logan Applegate came off uh, several screens and just just played really, really well. Uh, Anytime you're going to face guard a guy like him, 
you're susceptible to getting beat on some curls and slips, and, and, and we were able to do that. But, again, most of all, really pleased with the defensive end in that first half. 22 more for uh, Applegate last night, 11 for uh, Logan Manili in the game. But, uh, again, second straight game where you had a pretty favorable size matchup down inside. And uh, for the last couple of games, it seems like you've been able to take advantage of that. Yeah, against Carthage, I think Case, Sanderson, and Ben Hines combined for 26 points, mm-hmm. kind of split their minutes, you know, mm-hmm. in there. And, and we had a big size advantage in that one. That was really, really good for us. And then in this one, I think Monette, knowing we had a size advantage, they just they just left the George kid kind of around the basket to try to negate that a little bit. We were pleased, especially in the first half, we thought we were still able to get some scoring done around the basket. And that's what we want. We want, we want to have balance. We're known for our outside shooters, but we want to be able to score at the basket as well to kind of balance that out. Last night's game certainly didn't come without his message, I'm sure, uh, in the second half uh, last night. Didn't have quite the intensity uh, in the third quarter that he showed in the first half of play. And uh, while that's, you know, I guess to be expected from time to time during the course of a long season, I'm sure it's something you want to minimize. Right. And, it, it, man, it's tough because you know in your heart of hearts, I think, uh, that the game is probably over. And and what we've talked we've talked a lot about this at different points, that you have to find a way to motivate yourself. And, and I think – for me and what we what we would like for it to be for our entire club is, is just pushing yourself to be the the best at everything you do and we got a little sloppy we 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 gambled a lot early in possessions i think uh we were able to get a lot of turnovers in that first half and and it's fun when you create turnovers and you get out and run with your buddies in transition we gambled a little bit and and then after we gambled monette was playing 5 against 4 behind it and regardless of what the score may be you're playing a class 4 or a class 5 school if they're playing you five against four, they're going to be able to get some buckets, and and that's what happened in the second half. Uh, we we just in games when 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 the outcome may be in hand, we still have to focus on doing things the right way, pushing ourselves to get better, uh, so that we're not developing bad habits. Still a sixteen point win though for Nevada, fifty two thirty six again. Now thirteen and five overall, they improved to two and one in uh, Big A West action. Uh, you know, I guess at this point, you just have to hope somebody, uh, East Newton, stumbles on somebody. But and then it actually take another, uh, actually probably take another loss since they had the head-to-head win against you. Uh, but uh, at this point, uh, just rack up as many wins as you can. It's, uh, uh, the conference certainly not lost, but I guess right now it's about obviously putting yourself in the most favorable position for the district seed meeting here in a couple of weeks. That's exactly where our focus is, is, is just trying to get better every week. So that when the dis- district tournament comes, we've, we're, we're playing our very, very best basketball. And uh, that other stuff, as far as conference and, and things like that, we'll just uh, we'll just let that take care of itself and not worry about it. Well, you move ahead, get ready to hit the road again, uh, back down to Berry County, a little further south this time, uh, within spitting distance of the Arkansas border as you travel down to Cassville to take uh, on the Wildcats on Friday night. To say this program has struggled will certainly be uh, would be adequate, or would be accurate, I should say. Uh, Four and fifteen after a lopsided loss to East Newton last night, lost by some forty points uh, in that ball game. This is a team when you look at their roster, uh, you find you see pretty much why they're struggling. It's very very young basketball team. They are, and and uh, first year coach um, with a lot of youth, and and Coach Klein does a good job. He's going to develop that program and, and get things turned back around. But I think this is a, a developmental year with some growing pains and. Uh, uh, I think knowing Coach Klein, I think it, it will be a group that will play hard. Uh, I think they're just a little bit limited in, in what they're able to do right now. Yeah, Zach Klein, the head coach, legendary player in southwest Missouri at Mount Vernon, went on to the college ranks and uh, now trying his hand at coaching. Uh, what do you see out of his style of play uh, with this young group? He's just trying to get the basics and the fundamentals down. They're not overcomplicating <laughs> things. 
Uh, they're not trying to do anything fancy, anything special. Uh, they're just trying to get to where they can value the basketball without turning it over, get to where they can get a, get a good look every time down. And uh, uh, defensively, he's trying to teach them to, to guard man-to-man. And, uh, you know, it. sometimes uh, you, have, you have to approach the game in a way that the final score isn't what always indicates success. And I think with his group, you know, if they get better, that they would see that as success. And uh, what we have to do, Mike, and we've talked about this before, we have to approach that game as ourselves being the opponent. And uh, we want to play to our level. We want to play up to our standards on Friday night for a complete ball game um, from first quarter all the way through the finish. Nevada has uh, two straight wins over uh, Mo Nett since uh, rejoining the Big A Conference. I'm sorry, over Cassville, uh, winning 59-42 a year ago at home, then 73-54 the year before that. The, prior to that, the previous meeting was not all the way back in 2009. So just kind of renewing this uh, this uh, series with Cassville. But still a long road trip, and uh, that in itself presents a challenge. Right, and you know when we watched film, I, some of the guys, I think we were talking about how, you know, man, you know, maybe – Maybe this long road trip, you know, I wish they could come up to Nevada, you know. And <laughs> what we've told our guys is it's it's a special thing to be able to play this game with this group. Uh, you, as you and I know, Mike, you look back on your experience as a high school player, and, and now looking back, we know how quickly it goes. And we want to appreciate it. We don't want to take it for granted. And uh, regardless of how long the trip is, regardless of what the record of our opponent is, see this as an opportunity to go have fun with our teammates and to just enjoy every moment of it. Actually, I actually don't have it in front of me uh, all three teams playing Friday night. Well, yeah, it's a uh, to my knowledge, Mike, unless something has changed, it's a boy girl triple header. So, okay. so six games, I think they'll use multiple facilities and uh I I, I believe our freshmen start at five o'clock and then they'll just roll you know jv and varsity to follow yep girls uh varsity followed by the boys varsity of course it's a double header now we haven't had many of those this year uh not that i'm complaining but <laughs> it's a uh, uh not many double headers but a chance to get everybody together uh this time it's on the road and uh, hopefully a successful night on friday monday night uh, this game not on your original schedule because it's a uh, rescheduled date uh, from a couple of weeks ago against the Lamar Tigers. Uh, the girls did play. That was supposed to be a doubleheader. Uh, the boys did not play that night due to uh, COVID quarantine for Lamar. Uh, not of their own doing. I will make sure we point that out. They were just kind of a victim of circumstance. But uh, you had down to Lamar uh, on Monday night to get that date uh, made back up. They're 10-8 and eight on the season. They pick up a big uh, lopsided win over Seneca last night. So, uh Let's talk about Lamar, and uh, you know, we talk about Lamar. You'll uh, you'll see some familiar names that are on the football roster, and uh, which always means that they've got good athletes. Yeah, very athletic, and uh, what they do down there is they they play a lot of zone defense, and and they try to trap you. They try to use their athleticism uh, to create some turnovers and use that to to create offense. Uh, you know, Gastel, Schaff, uh, Wilkerson. Uh, Hardman, just some of the names that you already know. Tucker. Yep, yep. Uh, Case Tucker. Yeah, I can't forget him. Uh, Case Tucker. Only senior. Yeah, and a kid that started for them as a sophomore has a lot of experience. So they're going to be an athletic ball club. They're going to try to zone trap us a lot. So handle the ball, uh, attack the zone. Don't become impatient and settle for an average look. Make sure we get a great look every time down. And then on the defensive end, you know, we're going to have to box out because they crash the glass hard. Uh, they've got a couple kids that are, you know, six three, six four, and then just a lot of strength and athleticism. So uh, some shooters as well. I've watched them twice, and they make a lot of three pointers. So anytime you play Lamar, I think it's a little, little bit of a geographical rival with Nevada. 
uh, two years ago when we went down there, it was, it was a dogfight. We we ended up pulling away in the fourth quarter, but it was a one possession game, you know, all the way up until the end. And and I'd say, you know, I'd say they're towards the top of our conference as, as far as uh, as far as things go. So it'll, it'll it will be important for us uh, to play our best basketball when we head down there. And it's maybe as close to a to a normal atmosphere as uh, we'll see this season. Let's just say we went down for the girls' game. Uh, it was. Uh, Pretty liberal attendance policy. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Uh, it was it was fairly raucous uh, inside uh, inside the gymnasium. So this may be as close to a, a normal atmosphere as we'll see this season. It is. They've alloc man, and I can't remember now, Mike. They've allocated a certain number of tickets to us uh, to hand out to our players, but mm. it's it's not nearly as limited as a lot of places. Mm. And and uh, as far as their home attendance is concerned, uh, when I've looked on film, I don't. Yeah, like you said, it looks pretty liberal. Like they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, there's not a lot of restriction on that either. So uh, we'll allocate tickets to our players based on how many people they think that they will need. We think that we'll have plenty for anybody that wants to make the trip. So if, uh, uh, if, if there's someone out there that really would like to go and, and, and feels comfortable doing so, I think they can get a hold of someone on the team, and uh, we should probably be able to get them a ticket uh, to watch the game on Monday. Yeah, I should probably point out that they are limiting the seating to one side of the gymnasium, so that and that kind of makes it maybe a little more crowded than what it normal than what it really is, because uh, just the teams are being allowed mm-hmm. uh, on the on the score on the score uh, table side, where uh, sitting behind the benches, so everybody's over on one side of the gym. But uh, should be a good atmosphere coming up on Monday night. Uh, you were going to have a week off, uh, but now you got that game rescheduled in the middle of the week. I guess that's not a bad thing, though. No, it's it's not. We're we're glad to have a game early in the week and to kind of keep us in a routine and, and keep us rolling. And uh, hopefully, some of this momentum we've picked up in the last couple of weeks uh, can continue. And we can keep building on it. What do you want to see uh, in these next couple of weeks? Uh, you know, you've got a six game winning streak going. You're thirteen and five. Obviously, things going are well, going well. But uh, what do you want to tinker with uh, to try to make your team even better? Yeah, not having those quarters where we have letdowns defensively. Um, I, I I think at times we've struggled to have four quarters where we really felt like defensively we were at our very, very best. So we'll continue to mix man and zone. We'll continue to mix our 2-3 with our 3-2. And, and defensive rebounding, I think, goes hand-in-hand with that. Just making sure that for four quarters we've got five guys boxing out, regardless of the score, regardless of if, if we're ahead or behind, regardless of if we're a little bit fatigued or not. Doing things the right way at the defensive end for four quarters start to finish, I think, is going to be a big emphasis for us. All right, two games on the road. Keep it rolling, and we'll see you at Cassville on Wednesday and back here next week. I'm yep. sorry, on Friday and then back here next Wednesday. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Mike. Tiger head coach Sean Gray will come back and uh, we'll talk wrestling. Uh, Andrew Pickin has his weekly conversation with head coach David Hawks. They are coming up on postseason action, believe it or not, for wrestling as girls' districts are this weekend and boys are next week. So they'll talk about that and other wrestling news out of this timeout on Tiger Talk.